Good morning. It's Friday, February 16th. I'm Beth Golay, and this is Wichita's Early Edition from KMUW News. Another business makes the move downtown. If we could be here, this was the prime place to be. We'll find out what's behind the migration after the news. Officials say a shooting Wednesday at Kansas City Super Bowl celebration appears to have stemmed from a dispute among several people. Police said Thursday that they have detained two juveniles. Firearms were recovered after the incident. The shooting killed a 43-year-old woman and injured 22 people, ranging in age from 8 to 47 years old. Half of those injured were under the age of 16. Seven victims remain hospitalized. The shots were fired near Union Station as a victory rally for the Kansas City Chiefs was ending. Yesterday, Kansas Attorney General Chris Kobach called upon the state to legalize a new method for executions. Daniel Cottle of the Kansas News Service has more. The execution method, called hypoxia, deprives people of oxygen using nitrogen or other gas until they go unconscious and eventually die. Proponents say it's more humane than other methods, while critics say it's cruel and experimental. Lethal injection is currently the only legal form of execution in Kansas, where nine inmates are on death row. Kobach says Kansas needs the new method because drugs used for lethal injection are hard to obtain, with some companies no longer producing them. In addition, countries in the European Union, based on their opposition to the death penalty, have said they will not allow their drugs to be uh, used by United States states in carrying out execution. Alabama became the first state to perform a hypoxia execution last month. For the Kansas News Service, I'm Daniel Cottle at the State House. A bill in a Kansas House committee could cost the state's wildlife department millions of dollars of revenue. As Dylan Lyson of the Kansas News Service reports, the bill comes after a lawmaker threatened the department's funding over deer baiting rules. The bill would require the wildlife department to provide full refunds to out-of-state hunters if they apply for a deer permit and are not awarded one. The permits are awarded through a lottery that hunters have to pay $200 to enter. Secretary Brad Loveless says refunding those fees would cost the department $7 million a year. And the Kansas fee is similar to states like Colorado and Iowa. They all have fees that are non-refundable, that are up in this range. And that's where we got this idea. We didn't invent this idea. We saw other states doing it. Republican Representative Lewis Bloom, who is on the committee, had threatened the department's budget for considering a ban on people baiting deer with piles of food. For the Kansas News Service, I'm Dylan Lyson in Overland Park. Governor Laura Kelly's proposed 2025 budget includes $40 million for infrastructure to address housing insecurity and homelessness in Kansas. Here's KMUW's Celia Hack with more. The budget item comes at the request of elected leaders in Sedgwick County and Wichita. The two jurisdictions, along with more than 20 cities across the state, wrote a letter in December asking for $50 million in state funding to build local homelessness infrastructure. Sedgwick County Commissioner Ryan Beatty testified recently that he hopes to narrow the governor's budget addition to only focus on shelters and not housing more broadly. It's the shelter piece that is grossly underfunded. So we definitely need a significant amount of support in the shelter piece. Wichita is planning to build a new one-stop shop homeless center, which will have shelter, affordable housing units, and office space for service providers. The project has a budget gap of about $20 million for the shelter's construction. For KMUW News, I'm Celia Hack. 
The city of Wichita will hold a town hall about homelessness next week. Several speakers will be at the event, including people from the city's housing department and the police department's homeless outreach team. Residents will have an opportunity to ask panelists questions and provide feedback on the issue. The city says it wants to work toward functional zero homelessness. Functional zero is when the number of people experiencing homelessness is less than a community's capacity to get people into permanent housing. The town hall is at the Advanced Learning Library on Wednesday, February 21st at 5.30. Public school libraries in Kansas would have to adopt a rating system for books under a bill proposed by Republican lawmakers. KMUW's Suzanne Perez has more. The bill would establish a nine-member task force to come up with the rating system. Supporters say it's needed because local school boards aren't responding to parent concerns about offensive materials in libraries. Christy O'Borney is a school librarian in Hayes. She says a rating system would undercut librarians and violate children's freedom to read. A rating system would be putting subjective value judgments on literature. So a small group of people will be telling others what they believe a piece of literature would be rated as. Texas lawmakers passed a book rating system last year in an effort to keep sexually explicit materials out of school libraries. For KMUW News, I'm Suzanne Perez. Former Wichita Public Schools Superintendent Alicia Thompson has a new job at Wichita State University. Thompson will oversee the university's new Wichita State Connect space, which focuses on connecting grade school educators and students to WSU. Thompson retired from Wichita Public Schools last year. She worked for the district for more than 30 years, beginning her career as a third grade teacher. She was the first black woman to lead the state's largest school district. A university release says Thompson will begin her new role next week. Several Wichita facilities will be closed or have special hours on Monday for President's Day. Holiday closures include City Hall, Wichita Public Library locations, the Wichita Art Museum, the Great Plains Nature Center, Botanica, and Cowtown. The Mid-America All-Indian Museum will be closed Saturday through Monday. Wichita Transit will not have bus service on Monday. Facilities with regular hours include City Arts, Wichita Public Golf Courses, O.J. Watson Park, Brooks Landfill, and the Animal Shelter. For a complete list of closures and special hours, go to wichita.gov. We'll be back after this. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. This is Wichita's Early Edition. I'm Beth Golay. Over the last decade, Wichita has drawn people downtown with an array of new housing options. And that same migration is happening with businesses. Cargill moved into its $60 million headquarters in 2018. IMA left Rock Road for downtown in 2020. And now, Keycentrics has found a home at Douglas and Emporia. The tech company held an open house last week to formally celebrate its move. Here's Tom Shine with more. Jeff Lucas is the vice president of operations for Keycentrics. When they looked at this property, there was just, I mean, the location was something that they really, really looked at. That is something that was, that was you know, right in this sweet spot of downtown 
Douglas where a lot's going on. If we could be here, this was the prime place to be. Stephanie Wise is a real estate broker with Street Commercial. She says new development projects downtown, like Keycentrics, have sort of a domino effect, with one leading to another and then another. I think it gives confidence to the market, for sure. You know, does Keycentrics have to work downtown to do what they do? No, but they listen to their employees. And I think that that's huge to hear that people want to be downtown um, they want to work downtown, and many of them want to live downtown. Jeff Lucas with Keith Centrics says the move from East Wichita was also about space. It allowed its roughly 80 employees, who were split between two buildings, to consolidate into one. And it allowed the company to create a headquarters with what he called purpose-built space to fit the needs of employees, some of whom work from home part of the week. And so when we are in the office, we want it to be an inviting office. We want it to be have the cool collaborative spaces that we've mentioned, uh, the technology that helps us, allow us to do our jobs and to, uh, to, to meet and be effective in that regard. Keycentrics has about 10,000 square feet over three floors. It kept a lot of the old touches from the building it's now in, which dates to 1916. Large windows that bathe the space in natural light, tin ceilings, sliding industrial doors, and the original wood floors. Cameron Shove of Keycentrics helped design and install the building's new technology. It's got uh, a lot of unique qualities that kind of weave in the historical kind of legacy piece of it to a lot of the high-tech stuff that we are trying to do as a technology company. So that's a kind of a neat marriage of those two aspects. While Keycentrics is the latest downtown project, Stephanie Wise, the real estate broker, says it won't be the last. The whole vibe downtown is very positive in growth, um, and we're only at the start. I mean, with um, Keycentrics moving downtown, IMA moving downtown, those were two really big, just fun additions. Uh, we have great ones that have been there for a long time, too. Um, now with this Biomed campus coming, wow, we're going to see a lot. Thanks for joining us for Wichita's Early Edition. This week's podcasts were edited and produced by Tom Shine, Luann Stevens, and Haley Krausen. Contributors this week include Lauren Amalunke, Kylie Cameron, Daniel Cottle, Rose Conlin, Celia Hack, Peggy Lowe, Dylan Lyson, Hugo Fan, Suzanne Perez, Anna Pope, Gabe Rosenberg, Beck Shackleford Wangonga, and Tom Shine. Torin Anderson composed our theme music, and our digital editor is Carly Cooper. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back on Monday. For KMUW News, I'm Beth Golay. Wichita's Early Edition is part of the NPR Podcast Network.